We just talked about anal worms, and then we, I don't know why, but milk sounds gross. Hey, everybody, welcome back to CORE. This is CORE, the Heroes of the Storm podcast that comes at you every Wednesday night. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and we come to you with humble hearts because everyone's favorite map featuring plants and a night cycle is changing in a big, big way. But more important than that, Bo, are you sick of Destiny 2 yet? Are you done? Are you still playing? Done. 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 Okay, this is what Bo does. He'll find a game, he'll be distracted by it, he'll play it like crazy, and then he's done. And I think that's kind of a cool way to live. I actually think it's a great way to live because you don't feel like any any lingering reason why you gotta just keep checking back. You're done for now until they really impress you down the road or something. And it's it's back to heroes full time. Is that where you're at? Yeah, yeah. I got back in this week and started playing again and loving the feeling. And I'm like, why was I playing Destiny 2? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah. that's what we were all asking. Well, but, uh... <laughs> well like, Destiny 2 is really good. And then I got to this. Um, I've decided something this week, actually. All right. I've decided I hate the contrivance known as item level. Oh. And here, Destiny featured that in the form of power level, mm-hmm. where you get a gun you'd rather not have, but you'll use it because it's better than the gun you have. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. I'm well, done the, with this What game. do you do in Diablo when you pick up a, a sword or an axe or something that's got better stats on it? Because that's all it is, just better stats, isn't it? I look for the like um, the set bonuses and the cool ability bonuses on them. Mm. The stats don't matter that much to me. Mm. So you don't. Yeah, get, so not, if I can yeah. do cool mechanics things like comboy things with the abilities and and with certain like I like that sort of brewing of abilities and abilities on the gear. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I guess I just, I'm a sucker for, ooh, the the numbers I'm trying to get bigger are in green now. That's good. And then yeah. if I see one where it's red, I go, oh, I can't have that in my life. I think I'm I'm part of the problem because I fall for that. I, I think the part of the problem is that we've been playing a lot of D&D now, and I'm like, oh, we've got all these great stats that matter, like strength mm-hmm. and dexterity. And, and, you know, World of Warcraft has all that, but what gets me into a raid it's not how strong i am it's what my item level is and i'm like that's a contrivance too far mm. they should they should and all and it's not blizzard and world of warcraft every game that utilizes this mechanic should consider getting rid of it really completely. wow that's a bold statement john at any, least to my taste any any thoughts you want to put on top of this i i think i would be the happy medium i i also don't like the idea of well, the number got bigger and therefore bitter. Um, it's just a little too boring for me. It's not exciting. I I do think, you know, what you do with the skills you're given and, you know, getting to play the way you want to play is more important. But there is something to be said in RPGs and things of that nature that you're progressing, that you're becoming more powerful, that you're gaining power as you go. You know, that's that's kind of what all these things are about and you know that's something you can assign a number to so it is kind of a part of what rpgs are yeah uh, so i i don't know i don't love it i don't hate it um D has sort of restructured the way i think about a lot of things as far as content in games goes mm-hmm. uh so yeah, I think it just depends on where. But I do actually, as somebody who did play Destiny 2, I totally know what Bo's talking about. You get a gun you absolutely love. It's the only thing you want to use. It plays exactly the way you want to play the game. And then you get a gun that has a better number associated with it. And you're just like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Uh, there's 
the game I like to play, but now you're telling me I shouldn't play that way. It feels so. like it's a video game problem because I had this problem in uh, what's the game that's like Mad Max? Oh my gosh, my brain. Uh, you know the, the one that's like what, Borderlands. Borderlands, thank you. Jeez. Uh, Borderlands had this problem. You get some gun that was just like, oh, the acid and the fire and the thing and the whatever. And then you'd find a gun that had none of that, but had better overall damage or something. And it was always just a huge like letdown. It was like, oh man, I have to use that because it's better, but I don't want to because this other thing. I agree. It is a contrivance, but here's the problem. Video games. That's the problem. Video games well, need yeah. quantifiable stuff for you to get into a 25 man raid they need you to be at a certain level and to for a raid leader to know what that is, they have to have a number. You know, right. they have to have a, a, a some way they can look at it and at the very least say, well, we have enough people over this number that we can take a couple of you that are under that number and we'll sort of carry you until you are the same number we are. Like, very video gamey. Whereas D&D's got this great kind of, doesn't even really matter what level you are. You're not more powerful than me. You may have more skills than me. You may have more stuff than me. But you have this ability to sort of make more use of the environment of where you're hiding, where you're standing, where you're going. It's way more important than is my number higher than his. And I do like that. I wish video games were better at translating that. And, and I think um, video games always filled that spot where I don't have friends to play D&D with, but I can play online with friends in this role-playing world. I think, I think it's fine. I think it's a personal taste thing. I think I don't... I think, you know what, I, I think I don't enjoy endgame in games that much, I guess mm. is what it boils down to. You like the I progression, think that's why but, there's yeah. the, the desire for WoW Classic. Like, the idea of going from 0 to 60 again is appealing to me. Mm. It isn't about being 60 and then being elite. It's about enjoying the journey. The journey is the reward. Mm. And and I find endgame very much focuses on the reward is the reward. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not into it. Right. Well, I, and, but I it's not a it's not a objectively bad thing. It's just I can't play a game that's too focused on it. Right. Game, I think I think that's what makes games uh, like Heroes and MOBAs in general kind of interesting because you are entering a contract that you are going to start at the same place you started last time on this hero. You are going to have essentially the same level you potentially could reach, and then you're going to do it all over again. Um, it kind of subverts that by setting everybody at the same level. And then Heroes even goes another step further uh, from other MOBAs because there's no individual level. You're doing it as a group. So there's not even a case of, oh, well, look how leveled up I am on compared to the rest of the team. Mm -hmm. It's no, we're just we're leveling there together as uh, as a team. Right. Yeah, I, I think this is a as it applies to Heroes, it's interesting because what they give you every time you play a match is the journey. So you get your journey bow. It's a short journey and yeah. it's, it's yeah. 20 level journey, but you do still have some of that where, all right, we're 17, they're 14. We have a clear level advantage. We can use that to our, uh, to our advantage, but, but that I'm like, how does that fit in the continuum for you? Does that bother you there? I don't, I don't think of heroes as an RPG though. The, the level mechanic is just, um, to me, it's just a timing thing. Like it's a, a pace of game or tempo like when you play a trading card game like magic or hearthstone it just means in the early stages you're ramping up like it's just part of the tempo of the game mechanics mm -hmm. so i don't think of it as leveling in the way that i do in a in a progression game i guess you could say that so makes sense to me it's a separate beast entirely yeah well speaking yeah. of that separate beast we got some stuff to talk about some things dropped as usual our decision to have a 
show on a Thursday or on a Wednesday. And well, did we do it Wednesday last week or Thursday last week? We no, we did Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Because there was some anyway. There was talk that we may have to switch it around. Oh, John, you're feeling better. You look better. How are you feeling? Thank you. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, I'm mostly back to a hundred percent. I'd say I'm about 85, 90%. Okay. That's not bad. 80, 90 yeah. is good. That's better than not that. Yeah. Um, I'm not a picture this week. I will participate perhaps in more of the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. For some reason, a hor- horrible beep happened and I don't know why. It must have been well, me. I apologize. If we that can't hear you, me. Scott. Oh, you can't hear me Scott, now? I wonder if the chat room can hear us. <laughs> Great. I wonder if the Hold podcast on. can hear us. Okay, we're back, everybody. Sorry, there was a glitch, and it's well, not a glitch. Democracy, I love you too. It's a Thank camera you for problem. supporting my voice. Oh, how 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 lovely. So, <laughs> the hell were we? Oh, <laughs> uh, some big stuff dropped, and uh, we're going to get right to it. Let's talk first about the Fall of King's Crest event. An event, everybody. We still don't know who the big fist is punching the screen in the in the one deal. That's still a mystery. Nope. Still a mystery. Yeah, no idea. Let's get Robert Stack on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the unsolved mysteries. Great. Yeah. What's he doing? Oh, he's dead. Sorry. Is he? Yeah, he died. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I forgot Robert Stack. Robert. Robert Stack is no longer with us. Do we know how or is that a um he uh, Cosby had him no. Uh let me think here. Um heart attack is what I'm gonna say. I think he's just old. I think he's really old. He died from old. Yeah. He had a bad case of the olds. Anyway, we're all heading there. We'll see you soon, Robert. <laughs> um, anyway, so here's the deal. We got uh, the Raven Lord is attacking the Lady of Thorns, uh, who uh, who says, my realm stands in defense of the Raven Lord. Defiance. Uh, yeah. De- what I say? Oh, I meant defiance. Did I say defense? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Me- meant defiance. Actually, the- I wrote here, <laughs> defiance. <laughs> Define it. Uh, realm stands in defiance of the Raven Lord. She's going to just strip him of all his money and uh, capital. That will stop him. Uh, the Lady of Thorns narrates the video describing four new skins meant to represent the Raven Lord's generals. Uh, let's talk about some of these. We got some legendary skins like Alex Straza's Aspect of the Unne- Undeath. 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 <laughs> and uh, White Mane's Witch of the Hollow. What do you think of those? You guys like these? I am pro both of those. Yeah. I'll put the video up chat so you can get a taste of this. Uh, if things will work. And Alex Strauss's is basically what if she wore bandages and white manes was what if we inverted the lack of pants? Ah, well then everything we hoped for and more then here it is. Uh, let's see if there's a little generous white mane, which of the hollow. I am the Spider Warden. Oh, she's the Spider Warden. Yeah. What? All right, fine. She's she the keeps brown recluses at bay. She's the Shower Warden, as far as I'm concerned. Still. Uh, yeah, she's part of the epic thing. So you got Maev's Spider Warden. You got Phantom Knight Zarya. Does anyone play her anymore? I'm a little worried. I she played got her this week. Oh. Okay, oh, and I won. I won, and I had a great game. And wait I'm a the, minute, but Bo, I'm the strongest the one, woman in the world. You're the one who always complains about Zarya. So how did this happen, and how did it work? Yeah. So it's like watching the stock market. You always watch for the heroes nobody's playing and nobody's talking about, mm. and then you're like, that's when you pounce. Mm. That's when you buy. Mm. You buy stocks. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, just as you guys are saying, nobody plays Zarya. So this week I was like. Hmm. 
Yeah, Sorry, but I said that because under. that's what you told me. I feel like this is insider yeah. trading. No, no, that's. I mean, that's uh, what I was thinking. You know, three days ago. But then okay. I, I played a game with her, and it's I was like, days. "Hmm, there's some untapped potential here." Hmm. All right. Well, you you tap Zarya. Well done. Excited about that. I don't think that yeah. means anything, does it? Doesn't mean anything, does it? Tapping well, somebody? tapped means you had sex with. <laughs> oh, it does. In, All right. Well, ur- yeah. in, in ur- according to Urban Dictionary. But you're right, Scott. Other than that. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, what else we got here? Queen Nightshade, Lady of Thorns, Blackheart announcers. That's cool. So new announcer Who's packs. Queen Nightshade. She's this lady, isn't it? Who's uh, talking to it? Oh, no, no. She's the, sorry. No, that's the that's the Lady of Thorns narrating the video. Right. Talking about Raven Lord's generals, her opponent's generals. Mm-hmm. So Lady Nightshade, I think, I'm not sure. I think it's um the Tomb of the Spider Queen lady, but I'm not sure. Oh, really? Interesting. There's a I'm not sure. There is a picture. Her. Yeah. She looks like a booby lady. Oh, She's definitely got, you know, the, it's the portrait, and they find a way to put the bosom in the bottom part of the, the square portrait. It's like yeah. pushed up like that. Yeah. I'm looking at it. See uh, what I'm doing wait here? a minute. She's the spider queen lady? I think so. You're I'm telling doing... me that lady's voice is spiders. Uh, welcome. Yeah. I don't I think, think that's her. So. New skin's intense. Hold on. Where am I looking for her? Where is she? Uh, she's under announcer packs. If you uh, want. go to the link and then show notes, the Heroes of the Storm link. Yeah, I'm looking there. Where's the... to the bottom where the announcers are? Or not... Uh, not to the bottom, sorry. Uh, where is it? Here? About midway. Oh, here we go. Announcer packs. Is. Here we go. Oh, she is kind of a booby lady. Okay, well, they don't. they really don't show a and whole she's lot. She's got there. a petite chapeau as well. Yeah. By the way, there's some cool art for... Uh, sprays look at some of these sprays dude they're cool uh all right well you know exciting whatever this looks good uh, everything looks amazing i think this is great it's also a jump straight into the stuff that we were promised about more lore what's going on with the raven lord uh you know fleshing out some of that stuff we've been asking for it here it is this is the most non-current ip thing they've done like i think yeah, I think we're going to get something kind of big related to lore at BlizzCon this year. I think so. Has anybody seen yeah. the Raven Lord and Medivh at the same place at the same time? No, they're the same guy, I'm sure of it. I'm with you. I think it's literally a Clark Kent Superman situation. I don't even think it's a conspiracy. I think it's straight up the truth. Those two guys are the same guy. I think on the weekends he's Thanos or whatever his name is. Nathanos. Thanos. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, because he's got the red eyes like Nathanos. And he's the voice actor of the Raven Lord. So I'm I'm telling yeah. you right now, big possibility. One guy in cahoots across the board. You never know. Uh, but this all looks really cool. I'm excited about it. That Zarya skin's awesome. Although her gun looks like it's going, ooh, let me take a selfie. Ooh. Look at him. Look at the pictures. Ooh. Here, chat. Sorry, you don't want to see me do it. There you go. See those? Oh, like, no. They're all lippy. I'll never unsee this now. You're right. <laughs> Look at they're going. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Medivh actually looks cool for once in her life. So that's very exciting. Oh, you're seeing her gun has duck face. Yeah, it has duck face. Look at it. Going, oh, now I can't unsee it. Oh, I found a sound file for her new skin. You guys want to hear it? This is, fa- yeah. oh, this is fascinating. Okay, hold on. This is... Uh, uh yeah this is it right here um 
This is supposedly, this is what her gun says when it fires one of those grenade things. Here you go. Let me take a selfie. Oh, it's not loud. Let me do that again. Let me take a selfie. Oh my gosh, it's, it's totally what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Let me take a selfie. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to play with that new skin. Oh it's gonna my be God, you guys. <laughs> well, the good news is she doesn't fire grenades very often, so you won't hear it a whole lot. That's true, because she's basically nerfed compared to her Overwatch self. Anyway, that all looks great. Uh, we'll see how it goes. You should go watch the video, everybody. As usual, some rad art and uh, stuff going on there. Uh, yeah, What? hold on. I'm looking at Witch Hazel uh, or Witch looking um, Curse Witch White Mane. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the name Hazel? Hey- <laughs> curse, curse Hazel. Curse Hazel. Uh, I don't know why. Where did that name come from? Something about Hazel is very witchy to me. I'm looking at Witch Hazel White Mane. <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say about her? And I forgot. Oh, she is it looks like cool. It's a good skin. Yeah, it's all right. It is kind of reverse pants in a weird way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she's got, like I don't know what kind of pants those are. Your thighs are exposed. Look at that. That's well, weird. she has thigh boots on, right? Like the, the in both skins. Oh, those are boots. Oh, I see. But like then, and then the, the inside, they go all the way up. Yeah, and those are for that's for chafing. I think is what that's for. You don't want to chafe. <laughs> Nobody wants to chafe. You know, you ever wear pants and you're like, and by the end of the day, you got a little rash down there. You don't want that. Hey, you guys remember corduroy pants? I haven't seen a pair of corduroy (laughs) pants in forever. I haven't either, dude. Can I still go buy? We're going to look right now. Corduroy (laughs) pants. Just go to oldpeopleclothes.com. Here we go. Corduroy pants. Absolutely. H&M has a $9.99 pair of corduroy pants in yellow, brown, blue, and pink. I don't even remember what corduroy pants look like. Uh, but you remember hearing them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Here, let me just look at some of these. Oh, there's tons, dude. This is apparently a thing again. You can get your corduroy on. No problem. Oh, yeah, there's tons of these. Oh, uh, yeah, look at those. Yeah, there's, and there's, you know, Kohl's, 60 bucks. Uh, freaking Macy's, 66.50. I'm sure Amazon's got them. Like, I think they didn't get the memo that this was something we had decided should never happen. Again. I'm surprised that they're selling them because I, I swear I haven't seen a pair of corduroy pants in almost a decade. Yeah. I'm not a fan of loud clothes, and I don't mean bright. I just mean clothes that really let everybody know you're there. Oh, give me an example. What's the thing you don't like? I don't know. Anything that's got like... What about uh, heels? Like the ridges so that like when you walk, if it rubs, you just hear like it's like somebody running a zipper up and down. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you don't want that in your life. Like it could that, be the, the rogue in me. I just feel like you should be quiet everywhere you go. It's like when uh, George Costanza wore that suit and it made all that rubbing noise. Oh, we're having to bow. Yeah. Did Bo leave? His camera went crazy. Bo, you all right? deal with it. I couldn't I mean, deal with I, the fashions. I had a hiccup. Oh, well, you're welcome back. You're fine now. Uh, all right. Uh, you also get a new quest chain. It's like the Nexomania thing. Four different quest chains with different rewards, ending with a pretty sweet-looking unlockable floating tombstone oh, wow. mount. Uh, it's very Halloween, this whole thing, which I guess makes sense. We're getting to close to that time of the year. Yeah, a lot of vampire portraits. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll go f- like a full uh, Halloween event, or is this it? This is the Halloween I, event. I think this is it. Mm, okay. They You'll see they have the hollows and loot boxes. Yeah. On on one part of it where the sprays are. It's this it's the hollows end event. Oh, that's from before. Okay. So it yeah. is. They're just not being very overt about it being a Halloween. I think they're thing. basing it more on the Raven Lord stuff. 
Um, and the in-lore heroes. That's why I'm convinced something along this line is going to come for BlizzCon because I'm like, where's my brawl or where's my weird other event tied in game to all of this stuff? I feel like that's missing, but I feel like that's coming. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, we're awful yeah. close to BlizzCon, so I, yeah. have, I have a feeling we'll get all that and more uh, that weekend. Uh, let's see. New portrait sprays, banners, mentioned all that, a bunch of new tents, a copper pig. If you don't have enough of the pigs, there's a pig. Can you buy that pig? Probably a gold pig, right? You pig gold. Yeah, it's a it's a gold pig. But I, I kind of think it's funny because it's copper. Like it, yeah, they started with like gold and then they gold. went to copper, which is like you know pennies on the dollar versus gold. Yeah, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think I'm buying mounts with gold anymore. Every time I do it, I feel the last mount they had. There was yeah. like some crazy wolf thing. Is actually pretty cool. You should pick that. No, up it is cool. I saw it, but I don't have enough gold now because oh, I like because no. I bought the last mount for. Whatever it um, was, and I can't. That remember. one was really good too, wasn't it? The Mad Max like spinny disc yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah, I, I got that one. I had that to one get that. Great. It was good, but I'm not earning gold fast enough for me to get this new one. Probably, but we'll see. Uh, there's also, uh, oh yeah, you said they had Hallows and loot boxes, and there's a new brawl or game content associated with this, or there, or, or is there one? Not there is one. We don't know, but no, it seems like there there's an one. opportunity. Like, that's what I'm saying. All this stuff. In game, like it sounds like there's four generals. It sounds like they're announcing a raid, like a raid content with raid wing bosses. Almost, I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe a PVE brawl. Yeah, fighting the generals. Sure, I do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, you know, beating the Raven Lord. Why not? I don't know. At his own game, come here, Raven Lord. Yeah. Let's fight. I don't know. I like the Raven Lord. Yeah, he's cool, right? Yeah, he's all right. He's fine. I think he's fine. <laughs> Who are you guys talking to? You two hate him the most. Well, what? No, no we don't. I've never hated him. Not that you hate him, but you're just like he looks like Medivh. He does look like Medivh. <laughs> He's voiced by this guy. He I'm allowed to think he looks like a thing he looks like, but like him at the same time. Okay. All right, I'm just trying to stir. stir He's trouble. really harsh on talents, and I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'll walk it back. It's all fine. He just wants you to go get crows and then make everyone weak for about a minute. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, one big thing that happens, we, we can't ignore this. Actually, it happened last, was it Friday they dropped this? And the internet lost its mind? Or I, at least... I want to say it was Thursday. It was the day after we did our show. Oh, maybe on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> last yeah. week, it was like, no news this week. And then the next day, boom, Garden of Terror. The next day, boom, reworks. And the next day, boom, Raven's Lord's thingies. And it was like, yeah. okay. It got pretty intense there for a couple of days. But uh, yeah, the uh, the Garden or the Garden of Terror got the, the map, the Garden of Terror. 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 Tourists. I uh, got a huge update. And if you don't believe me, probably watch the video. And by update, I mean uh, an overhaul of what you do on that map. They basically combined two different map types. Uh, and they even say as much in the video, but it's basically uh, Cursed Hollow combined with Spider Queen a little bit. Uh, Tomb of the Spider Queen. And by that, I mean no more big boss guys to cut down and kill. No more vehicle riding in the Garden Terror when it's your turn. That's gone. No player controlled anything. What's in its place instead are the spawn points where a seed grows. You need to try to get three of them. A lot like having to get three uh, hoo-hahs. Uh, 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 what's it called? The other one. The, what were the, tributes. The, the, what are, yeah, the tributes. Uh, it's like that. And then once it pops, or once you get all three... Uh, these cool vines go spreading across the map and they create these big garden terrors. They look just like the others, although I can tell there's been some new art done. And three of these things go t- 
trudging down the lanes and push from whatever your front line is, wherever your your closest gate is, that's where they spawn. And they, uh, unlike or in Tomb of the Spider Queen, same idea. Spider Queen chicks all spawn down the lane. They don't spawn any extra helpers, though. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, You can do that yourself if you time your, your camps right and everything else, but they just kind of go on their own and they push. Again, they're totally AI-controlled. No one's driving anymore. Uh, in some ways, it feels like they vastly uh, simplified the, the, the map uh, and, and tuned it to, to feel familiar on those two fronts compared to those other two maps I mentioned. And some may look at that, and many did, and go, ah, Blizzard, you're freaking, I can't believe you did this. This is so dumb, whatever. There was kind of a weird general freakout about it, and I was shocked because I'm telling you right now, unless someone kidnapped me and I'm in a different timeline now, this has always been the one map everyone complained about the most. Take Hanamura out of it for now. This is the map everybody says the least favorite. I don't want to play it. I can't believe it's in the rotation. Like that map was getting heat all the time, all the time, including from us here and there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who acts like, oh, but I loved Garden of Terror. It was a precious snowflake. No, you're lying. Yeah. You've lied to yourself and now you're lying to us. Yeah. Because Garden of Terror was very unpopular. Even so, it's. One of, if not my most winning map, mm-hmm. I win most on Garden of Terror. As our uh, team league team, our best win rate is on Garden of Terror. It is a map that I eventually got to a place where I was like, uh, okay, I'm okay with this map. That mm-hmm. was the best I ever got, but it got to a point where I was like, you know, I don't actively hate this like I thought I did. But the reality is that... There was a time at BlizzCon at a Heroes panel where I said, what if we removed Garden of Terror? And everybody in the crowd cheered when I said it. And when I met one of the Blizzard developers, I said, eh, you could probably get rid of a map. Mm-hmm. And he said, are you talking about Garden of Terror? <laughs> because we all knew. We all knew which map was the bad map at the time. Yeah. Was that, was, that at the, was that when we talked to K.O.? Yeah. Yeah. At the, I was the, like, the hi, point. I'm John. I remember you that because I was like, your game. <laughs> I was super embarrassed. I was like, you know, I wanted to hit you be like, dude, don't, don't say that. But it was, it was cool. I was um, like, it yeah. was, hey, it was a fun little anecdote. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, look, we all didn't like it. And acting like you reverse liked it. And, oh, no, how could they mess with something so sacred? You're lying. You're yeah. all lying. Yeah. You're all liars. It feels very, uh, yeah, it feels disingenuous. And that, and the, and the complete freak out just was like, what? I understand it's not always the same. Why is my camera so behind me right now? I got IO issues. Here, hold on. Okay. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, the, the people saying that just, it just felt like nobody was being honest with anybody. I'm like, where were you guys last time everybody chewed this thing out? Are you not the same people? That's possible, I guess. It could be that the there's some silent majority that loved Garden of Terror and all of a sudden came out of the woodwork on the day they changed it, but I doubt it. Um, I feel like these changes are a good thing. I agree with some of the sentiment, but not in a negative way, but I agree with the sentiment that this is Blizzard saying, let's just back this one up a little bit. It doesn't need to be complex, especially our rework. Let's give them things they're familiar with. It's a new way of doing things they're familiar with that will make for a better experience and a more balanced experience. And I'm, I'm hundred percent fine with that. I think it's great. So, so some of the feedback that I saw about it 
that sounded like okay feedback was the fact that they didn't preserve the spirit of garden of terror while coming up with something new that it looked like they effectively took mechanics from existing maps cursed hollow and tomb of the spider queen and just rolled it into this map and so they were being accused of lazy design okay so i will which say, i don't agree with but that's i will say a lot this way, so. and and this is as far back as i'm willing to roll back on the you're lying stance <laughs> that i took earlier okay when we talked about the new hanamura and you guys were saying hey john what do you think about it and i was like it, it seems fine and you were like well why don't you like it and I couldn't really put into good words why it just didn't seem that great to me. I just it I just kind of landed on I don't know, it just kind of feels like a map. Mm -hmm. I do understand if you want to make your statement that Garden of Terror felt like a unique thing and now it has been rolled back into the now it's just kind of a map category. I can see where that thought is coming from. Mm -hmm. But at the time that this video went up and at the time that people were disliking it like crazy, nobody had played it yet. Yeah. And that's where my issue really comes from. I understand the perception of it and thinking that that might be where it's going, but nobody knew and mm -hmm. nobody was going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And that's where my next level of frustration with it came. Yeah, it'd be nice and if people played it and then could say. like what? That could be true. It could be yeah. that it feels too much like just another hero's map. That might end up being true. But at the time all this went down, nobody had tried it yet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know what else uh, kind of made me mad about all the downvotes and made me ashamed? And I, I felt shame, ashamed mm. of the community for being so vitriolic. And it's the internet, but Generally speaking, hero stuff, even if it's criticized, it's still well-received. Oh, new content. Oh, you're working on something. Oh, it's great. Mm -hmm. But uh, poor Steve. Steve so, Holmes, yeah. So Steve from the Battlegrounds team, never seen him on a video before. Yeah. They said, you've been re doing really good. Uh, why don't we get you out there in the spotlight? Here you go. Now you're going to be on a video just like Kevin and other people. And he starts the video. He's like, hi, I'm Steve. And he's happy to be there. Looks like a great guy. And that's, that's how you... Uh, greet steve and mm -hmm. i felt i'd be pissed if i was steve i'd be like <laughs> frick mm -hmm. i got to be on a video on on the you know I'm, I'm sure that's an exciting event for people who work on the team is to be spotlighted and recognized and get to talk to the community in that way sure <laughs> and then to be on this mega downvoted like uh just remove garden of terror it's terrible anyways think of steve you guys that yeah someone think of steve and also i i don't like this idea that um like the idea that it brings it more in line with what we're used to from other maps or it's just another hero's map. We say that in some ways to say, well, that could be seen as a pejorative because we like the creative takes on different maps. But at the same time, as someone who's often in quick match, I like it when they're a little bit more understandable for dummies. Do you know what I mean? Not me, but some guy who comes in and goes, I don't know how this terror works i'm gonna go farm the bottom lane and not pay attention to killing these big golems that are full of seeds i need like they don't often get it that's one of those maps that's like that it just straight up is i think other maps like it i think towers of doom well i don't think they're ever going to change tower of doom and you do catch on pretty quickly but to a new player towers of doom is a little weird and obscure um because it just plays different than everything else Hanamura was that way as well but i so 
as much as I'm like, yeah, you know, having them dial it back feels like, I wouldn't call it lazy design. It just, it's a, it's a practical move. And I, I for one, appreciate it. I still want to be, all I care about is being very competitive. Whether or not there's a giant golem to kill or somebody can drive the thing poorly isn't part of the dance. I don't care. I just want to be competitive. Let's have team fights. Let's win this map. Let's push better than they push. Like the essentials are there. And that's, I trust Blizzard on that front. No. I think it's kind of a victim of timing too, to some degree, because when you think about when this is getting announced, it's getting announced right after Hanamura saw an update that very much kind of pushed it in a similar direction as what this update for Garden of Terror is doing. And it's coming on the heels of Alterac Pass being the map, the new map right before it, which was very much a similar map to this vein. So I do think that there is probably some concern out there that, oh, is the era of them experimenting and doing weird things with maps over? And I, the fact that there are three maps right now in close proximity is maybe not a, a reason, you know, maybe there is a bit of a flag there, but I don't think it's a reason to freak out just yet. I still stand by, I think, Towers of Doom, which is a, dramatically different map is the best map in the game mm -hmm. it's my personal favorite yeah, mine too. and i think there's room for them to do stuff like that but clearly garden of terror wasn't working and i don't see any problem with them saying well what if we tried something different or what if we brought it to something that we think will work and maybe for the next time we do a new map we'll do something crazy yeah or what if we just actually rip off some of the most popular maps just to make this old map good yeah like if, even if they if the worst case scenario is like yeah we totally phoned it in and ripped off we took hey which maps do you like guys like a lot let's just take their crap and put it in here and call it a day i'm like okay i'm good yeah <laughs> i this mean personally i don't like riding in vehicles in the maps anyway so this is a victory yeah i like that I anyway I'm, i wish there was less yeah. of that anyway and this i is guess like even if it's an unintentional win i still think it's a win i think uh I think you guys uh, out there who who felt the need to be vicious about it, yeah, are, that was weird. Suck, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> sucked on, sucked up on that front. You guys way, sucked so. that day for sure, and yeah. perhaps in subsequent days. I don't know why all that had to happen the way it did, but um, I also, I mean, I know this isn't how you're using the word, but those who are attacking it, saying this is Blizzard stealing their own ideas, it's their ideas. <laughs> they can no, do whatever but they I, want. It's, it's the unoriginality thing, right? Like, yeah, but it's unoriginal to them because they did another thing, but it's still their ideas. Yeah, and this is the chronological history. Garden of Terror, oh my God, it takes too long. Everyone hates it. Okay, they did a rework. Right. We got the rework. Oh, we still hate it. <laughs> like, okay, well, you know what? Just throw it out. Let's retry this whole thing and use what you guys like. Well, we didn't mean for you not to preserve the spirit of the Garden of Terror, Matt. <laughs> and it's like, dudes, ladies and gentlemen, no one came forth with a brilliant idea and provided it to them. Like what they're humans. Yeah. It, they, and, it was yeah, dumb. Use what works. The whole thing. I was like, dumb. I like what I saw. I, and that was the other jarring thing was that garden of terror map popped up. I watched the video. I was like, yes. And then mm. I looked at the comments and I was like, I watched a different video than everyone yeah. else. I, just couldn't I had the same it. feeling. So I don't know. Well, we've harped on them enough, but I think, I think, I think y'all were weird. And I, and I say, I, I mean, there's plenty of people listening to us who are, hundred percent you know behind this too and are, have no problem with it but well and you don't even have to be excited for the map it's the people that went out of their way to be vicious or cruel for no no reason yeah like this community is pretty especially without information yeah this community is a pretty 
uh, we're pretty cool. We can be. And so when you go pull hoo-ha like that, you're just making everybody look bad. So knock it off. Uh, all right. Well, there's that. Also now, guess who else is getting a uh, rework? The Queen of Blades herself. Yeah, that's right. You guessed it. Kerrigan getting a rework. I watched the video of her rework, and I've not been playing a lot of Kerrigan lately. So a lot of it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot she even did that uh, or whatever. But we should talk about some of the stuff that uh, famed pro skater uh, Nancy Kerrigan is doing with her life now. No, I'm sorry. Uh, from Ker- Kerrigan from StarCraft. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> no broken ankles here. Uh, John, uh, what do you think of the changes coming to Kerrigan? I, I'm really excited about them. Uh, Kerrigan is one of those characters that has kind of been a standout of having generic talents, even through some of her reworks. Um, it just kind of felt like her full class hero fantasy never fully came together. And it feels like this is a step in that direction, whether it's successful or not, we'll see. But I really like a lot of what I'm seeing from it. It it seems to really latch onto the stuff that I think seems fun about Kerrigan. A lot of stuff has gotten baked in that were must picks for me just because I like the way it made her play. So I, yeah, I don't know if she'll be great. But I'm very excited about the decisions they made. Her her chain jumping with Ravage, uh, which already kind of existed, you could get like two out of it or whatever, or it refreshes the ability or whatever it does now. But seeing her do that, and they've set it up so that all five players got it. So obviously you're not going to have too many scenarios like that. But very excited about that because that's the most fun thing to do with her is to dive hard, cause real trouble, and then you know, have everyone wish you weren't there. It's great. So I'm pretty excited about that. Bo, thoughts on Kerrigan's uh, changes? Uh, looking forward to it. It just sounds like they made Kerrigan more Kerrigan. Mm. Like if if there was, if I had to sum it up, it's just they took, looks like they took everything that made her great and amped it up. So I'm excited to try it. I meant to get into PTR, but didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, and the new Ultralisk, uh, the Ultralisk charging. Yeah, that's the stun yeah, thing. Is it's so cool. Oh, very man. interesting from a gameplay perspective like a reason you take maelstrom because ultralisk otherwise is kind of a derpy joke actually it's actually in certain situations way better than maelstrom but you know with the, this added stun i think it's gonna make it really interesting do you like uh her new second um ultimate which is like a cocoon thing it looks like what she does is uh and I've only seen the. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. Chrysalis. It's yeah. a talent at level thirteen. Uh, it's basically ice block for her. Oh, I thought it was another. Her... I thought it was another ultimate. I must have read that wrong. No, it's a key. It's a key talent at thirteen, uh-huh. and ice block usually comes at thirteen for a lot of character. You know, like Nazebo and stuff, mm-hmm. right wing. Um, so she gets her own version of Chrysalis, which makes sense in her case because, generally speaking, like another. I can't remember what I used to know what it was called, but uh, there's an item that serves a similar function uh, in other MOBAs. And essentially, I mean, what what it's for is for you to do a diving gauge, but as a squishy character, it's for you to... The enemy team's going to react. So that moment of invulnerability that you obtain from it allows you to juke and bait out some cooldowns, which makes a ton of sense on a character like Kerrigan, who is squishy. So you go to make your engage... And then if you don't have the, you know, if the team just needs a second to get in there, you go, oh, 
you know, mm-hmm. get into your chrysalis. And this one heals her up, which is kind of nice too. And it, it lasts for five seconds, but hopefully you can cancel it sooner. I think it's going to be an interesting tool. I'm yeah, excited about it. I am too. Yeah. Bring it and, on. And um, the 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 pull primal grasp now doing the AOE is also super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, it looks neat. So we'll see how she does. And that's probably on. She on PTR now. Yeah, I believe so. Yes, she is. So her and the Brightwing rework are both on PTR, but I don't know if Garden of Terror is. If the changes are. Maybe they I are. I think they might. I think they all are. I haven't gotten in there yet, but I'm pretty. This is all PTR patch notes. So yeah, Garden of Terror is in. All right, yeah. awesome. Uh, speaking of yeah. which, everyone's favorite little freaking jungle monkey. Uh, what's her name? Uh, it is a her, right? We determined this. Brightwing's a girl. It's a her. Yes, okay, great. Yes. Uh, she's uh, she's in there and she's in it to win it because they're reworking her too now I have very very rarely played Brightwing ever uh, so I don't have a whole lot to say about it except it looks like she has some more skill shot stuff and some things that look interesting so either of you want to speak to uh, Brightwing and whether you think what you're seeing here is an improvement overall Brightwing is my secret support happy place i don't play support really it just doesn't happen very often but when i do i play brightwing and i also play brightwing when i want just a mellow experience in heroes of the storm not that she's a boring character or anything like that there's just something about the way brightwing plays that lets me focus on certain things and and it's just a play style i really like like it's a it's a relaxing hero for me to play Mm -hmm. uh the rework seems great. I'm really excited about it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to remove her from being that. It still looks like everything that I like about Brightwing is still in there. It looks like I'll still really enjoy just kind of Brightwing and chill. That's kind of what I do <laughs> when I play Brightwing. I, I I think she's a really cool character and she's kind of a secret one of my favorite characters in this game yeah, how about uh great. how about the arcane flare minigame because even as you enjoy uh brightwing there'll be a sense that you'll be needing to maximize your healing throughput by hitting arcane flare and arcane flare is always kind of like a it's kind of a lol ability right like mm-hmm. yeah maybe i hit maybe it's so slow and goes it's very like you know now you there's i mean if there's a lot of pressure to connect those arcane flares do you think that'll have an impact on how you feel about playing maybe but i had a tendency to take the talent that gave you a shorter cooldown if you hit with the inner circle of that Uh, so i've been kind of playing that way to begin with uh i didn't always take it but i i did like it because it let me just be really extra annoying so Mm. i think it might be okay i think that might still play into kind of my current rhythm for brightwing it's not as far as like introducing a weird mini game to the healing goes it's not the most it's not the biggest most intrusive version of that that i've seen yeah how do you guys feel about her uh her bump into you and turn you both stealth uh thing that she's doing that's pretty rad oh is that on the talent or ultimate i want to say it's an ultimate but i was wrong about the last one so i maybe i read it wrong or watched the video yeah, wrong. it's like a level 20 yeah. level 20 upgrade uh to blink heal called invisible friends oh mm-hmm. that's it yep 
That's it. Um, they are unrevealable for 0.5 seconds, so you give stealth. Well, you yeah, know, I don't, not I just don't... unrevealable, they're 0.5, but as long as they don't break stealth, they can stay stealth and receive healing for as long as they don't reveal themselves. They yeah. regenerate 20 health per second. Okay. Yeah, That's... which isn't a lot, but at that late in the game, because it's like a late game no, talent. It can add up to top up a character who's already got pretty high regen. It, it might be interesting. Yeah. Plus stealth until they do something. They could sneak I... wherever they want to. Mm-hmm. I, I still think uh, Emerald Wind is way too strong to really choose over the heal the blink heal i mean blink heal is good it's uh, i've played it with some success see people who play it i just think i just think uh, emerald wind is is big sexy when it comes to uh playmaking and, oh, yeah. and doing cool stuff yeah. in comparison to just well i teleport to you and i give you a heal yeah. just the two on paper as a, on a coolness factor level is not even comparable and we already have heroes that grant stealth at level 20 like medivh Medivh has just to like give this character stealth. <laughs> yeah. It's the button. And I don't think it gets picked much. And I don't usually people are roaming five versus five at level 20. That invisibility is I mean in quick match it might come up because you can sneak around and get a fun kill, but like I think it's invisibility post twenty is fairly useless mm. uh, in the in, in the game for the most part. Sure. I think the real question, Scott, is is this gonna get you to play Brightwing? Um, I might. I mean, I love support. I don't know why I've always just sort of avoided that weird little thing. Maybe I just said why. <laughs> I think yeah. she's I think she's weird and annoying and and I don't I typically don't like characters where you know, I can't mount unless there's a really good reason why I can't mount. Like this it's all dumb stuff, but I've just never really bothered. But I I probably will. I mean, I've seen you play her effectively. Kristen certainly plays her very effectively in games we played with her. So I know she's good. I've seen her played in, you know, some pretty heavy duty pro games and I'm always impressed with people with, with what they pull off with her. So I probably should just get around to doing it. She just puts me off. It's hard to explain. Is it the high pitched squeaky voice. Maybe the it's lust for murder. Probably that fairy dragon nature. Yeah. Some of that. And just, it feels like a thing. I should kill 50 of them in a forest and take it back to the quest giver and say, here, here are the eyeballs from those things I killed. I'm making note of your feeling on all these characters you don't like, and if anything ever happens to Stanley and there will be dungeons, I know what my next character is going to be. Oh, perfect. You'll be a fairy dragon. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, anyway. Who wants to be best friends with Nash? Everyone. Oh. But also, you'll be three characters, uh, and you'll be looking for a looking for lasagna. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hate those guys, Point too. Point me to the food. Hate those guys, too. But here's the thing. By the way, about that whole Nash thing, uh, or there will be dungeons in general. I didn't. I don't know that we've ever had the kind of feedback we've had this week about last week's show. Like everybody's like, "Dude, that was your best show you guys ever did. It was so good." Yeah. So I don't know what the magic sauce was, but we should keep doing whatever that was. So more, I guess. Maybe it was asking a pixie who's clearly a pixie and has been made out to obviously be a pixie if she was a fish. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I was more interested in why she had real toothpaste. Those don't exist hey, in the wasteland. What? Don't don't shame other players role playing. I know. I'm a supporting it. I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard at something. It just it caught me off guard. Well, she said something that made me think of that she was a fish. What was it? It was like uh, she was imprisoned in an aquarium. Oh, right. She was in an oh, aquarium. That's so I said, are you a fish? <laughs> it was pretty dumb. 
but the whole episode was great. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, um, we'll give you a little uh, a reminder before the end of the show today to check out There Will Be Dungeons. All right, what else we got here? PTR previews of uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, no, GOT. What's GOT stand for? Hold on. Garden of, Garden of Terror. Garden of Downvotes. <laughs> Garden of Downvotes, G-O-D. Uh, and the reworks also contain a change to ranked play. You can now queue as a party of any size for Team League. This is something they talked about a while ago. I guess it's time. Learn this, this learn, is huge. Yeah, learn this, this from the AMA. Big, and they made zero announcement of it. It was just in the patch notes. In fact, uh, Jules uh, pointed out on Twitter, like, why is no one talking about this? Why, <laughs> why do you think one, that is, actually? Thank you for pointing it out, because I missed it. And two, um, uh it's a big deal. <laughs> why, why, did, why do you think they undersold it the way they did and they didn't really well, make it part they, of the they thing? they positioned it as this is a small step towards future changes that we're looking at. So a small step meaning why make a big kerfuffle about it when we got all this other great stuff to distract you with. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the consensus is that solo queue sucks and they feel that way and that... Um, I think they were always, no, they've always had Hero League and Team League, but when it came to bringing unranked into the game, they were like, oh, we've got these three draft modes that really fragments our player base. Yeah. So I think, I think the ranked system is looking fragmented for the, for the people that are in it. So I think one, it's to create a bigger population for matches. And two, that Heroes was never designed to be a solo, solo game. So you're ranking in the solo environment. Someone on Reddit today that I read put it best is that your ranking, not only is your ranking formed from your performance in game against opponents, but your performance with hostile teammates. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And and, and it's like, so it's not a good formula for anyone. And, and I think a lot of people, even if they didn't, arti- I know I didn't articulate it that way, feel that on some level that yeah. I'm also playing again. I'm playing against nine other people. So I think they're taking a step to see how do people feel about this? Maybe we'll just ninja it in. Everyone's like sweet and they start migrating over. You know, I think it's just to feel things out. Yeah. That's I mean, I, I know we talked a lot last week about Bo's idea and what he would like to see. And, and I was, general- was going to say the second reason was because they're going to add that. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. Sorry, Bo. Stole your thunder. Okay, um, continue. But- I didn't mean but we um we talked a lot about it and i you know we all kind of said we liked it there there are things that you know i would maybe tweak from his vision but i think it's a good idea and i think it's a lot of healthy things for the game i think in the things that blizzard has talked about so excluding what bo talked about um i thought this idea probably appealed to me the most so i'm very excited about where this could go because to me what players ultimately do with it is going to define this system. Mm -hmm. If nobody engages with it or does anything with it, then it's going to fail. But in theory, what I would like to see this do is create team league, whether you're solo queuing it or queuing up as a five stack, that becomes your true competitive cooperative mode. Mm -hmm. That's the people that want to be on voice comms. That's the people that want to work with a team. That's the people that are going to do what they got to do to put in a cooperative effort. The people who solo queue as a solo queue, maybe you're not as likely to get comms in that type of gameplay experience because 
you're not making an announcement that I want to work with people and I want to work with a team. You're kind of going in as this, no, it's just going to be me doing my own thing on my own. Yeah. And I think that that's a fine divide. I think there are people out there that don't want to use voice comms or that do just like the lone wolf mentality of I go from game to game. It's just me. I'm just relying on myself and, and that's it. And I think this does create a natural divide for that to make potentially a really cool environment for people who get out what they want to get out of ranked play. Mm-hmm. It just depends on if people actually use it in that way or not. So my hope is that they do. Yeah. But what if, what if they just get rid of it and say, well, if you want to play solo, like what if they say solo queue is just hostile and it's not healthy to far, uh, to. Oh, you're saying reverse it. it you're saying reverse oh, it. I'm just it's taking John's be... idea. Like he's, he's saying, well, it's okay to keep solo for his, the good reasons that he has, but I'm saying, well, if it's just a hostile environment, just kill it. Just go play unranked or quick match. Yeah, yeah I like mean, you, you don't get rank points because rank is not for you. But what <laughs> right, if you what if you said not... you could just flip it and say uh, no more solo players? And you know how it used to be it was either solo or a full stack. Now it's uh, two, three, four, or five, but not one. They just flip the whole thing. You can't do solo team league anymore or competitive well, anymore. I think I have mean, to. I, I think they have to right. Yeah, I don't think they can get rid of it. Yeah. You can't have four stacks without one stack, so I think they have to have Oh, that. good point. <laughs> yeah. But I, I agree with what you're saying, Bo, and I and I see your point, which is like if you're if we're gonna say that this is what the game should be, then why are we still leaving this little branch in here for other people who don't want to play that way? Yeah, like why if if it's a known quantity that Here League is just toxic, solo queue here league is just toxic eighty percent of the time. Just take it out. Like they're in the business of making fun experiences, so they have this. Instead of it saying solo queue hero league, it says toxic butthole league. I mean, they're gonna take it out, right? So, I just think uh, that needs to go. And I think team. I think like I think you're right, but I just think why even leave it in there? Get rid of it, and that frees because the Blizzard pantheon of games, the next gen of Blizzard pantheon games, likes to keep it sparse with the options. They don't want to have fifteen. And I think there's good reason for that, like population and, and stuff. So, so that frees up something off that list of game modes, right. you know, a spot for something else. Right. And I could see us getting there. I think probably the reason they aren't doing that right now is because they're not sure this is experimental, right? So don't don't throw out an entire mode just yet when you're still in the experimental phase. Yeah. Good way so, of putting it. Maybe uh, maybe I'll go in there and see what happens. Yeah. Let us know. See, see how friendly everybody is. Go into the toxic butthole, as you called it, and see what's mm-hmm. up. Uh, let's find the roach family. <laughs> you might get lucky. You never know. Or you'd be like your dad and find a worm. Pull it yeah. right out. Hey, uh, how about this? Uh, the Q&A itself, or the AMA, rather, on Reddit. Uh, that was today. And there's some interesting items of interest. We'll go through a few of these. In response to the question on developing new heroes, I wonder if we will have heroes and heroes of the storm uh, uh, universe, or if all the heroes will always be from other Blizzard universes. Ko Milker, Milker, Milker. I think it's mm-hmm. Milker. Yeah, odd name. Uh, says one of the many amazing things about Heroes of the Storm is that anything is possible in the Nexus. Now, while that's a little boilerplatey, a little PR-ish, uh, I think that leaves open the question that, or the option anyway that we've talked about on the show a bunch of times about heroes that are not necessarily born and bred in StarCraft, Diablo, World of Warcraft, and so on. We could see Nexus-born 
uh, heroes or stuff that's like unrelated. Now, whether or not we yeah, ever Lady seen... Lady of Thorns. Sure, uh, I'm. This this is exciting, and the reason why I say this tilts me more on like a tease level is that I use an exclamation point. Mm. Oh, it was a, if it was boilerplate, it would have had a period like calm yourself. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Anything's possible, you know. That's what we say. Yeah. But he's like, anything's possible. Yeah, well, and, and so like I'm like, oh, is it possible with an exclamation point? <laughs> It's definitely mean, happening. Not to read too much into this, but that anything is in all caps, which to yes. me says yes. splood. Yes, yeah, splood. Splood is coming. Also, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't rule out. I'm not saying it rules in necessarily, but it doesn't rule out our question last week or a couple of weeks ago about whether or not you might see somebody from, you know, Black Ops 4 in there or something. I'm not saying I want yeah, them to K- do that, K-6. but it's we possible. We have a pantheon of characters we need to develop as pitches. We've got Splood, we've got Honcho the Rocket Lord, we've got Cross Scrimshank. Uh, we've got a lot of care. we got to get to work. This, Forget about Honcho the Rocket Lord. He's the best. He better make yeah. it in there. Uh, what else? In client spectator modes, not on the table. Quote, while we'd love to watch HGC games live in the client or check out our friends playing while waiting to party up, we have no plans to prioritize a spectator feature above the myriad of core game systems and features that we want to keep improving at this time. I read that and translate it as also our engine sucks and won't support this. <laughs> I mean, you might be reading some text that isn't there, but I agree. I yeah. mean, maybe not the sucks part. I mean, they wouldn't say that. You could, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but yeah, it doesn't support this stuff. No, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to. It doesn't wasn't built from the ground up to do that. It was a converted StarCraft engine, and maybe over time they could figure out a way to do it. But there, there's still other technical issues in that that client that really. It sounded like wrong. we have a limited amount of resources, and they're applied in different directions. So yeah. stop asking. It's a good way of putting it. Uh, Day, bring your answer to question on dramatic shift in role from a re, uh, from a rework and Tassadar. Uh, quote, I can honestly tell you that we have heard your feedback about Tassadar. Uh, and when his time comes, he will be having a lot of discussions or we will be having a lot of discussions about potentially shifting him toward the high Templar uh, you all want and deserve. And Taro yeah. Tassadar, he says. Mage, oh. Mage Tassadar. Yes, he's yeah. coming back. My favorite character from Alpha is coming back. <laughs> bye bye. So they made, so it makes sense. Taronda, they doubled down on her support side with mm-hmm. the recent rework. Yeah. Tassadar, they're going to double down on the <laughs> yeah. electricity on the ground business. They should, because it's the best part of his kit. Oh, my gosh. I was nuts. I mean, we used to talk about the Church of Tassadar all the time, which was a phrase I coined because I said he was the best hero in Heroes of the Storm. Yep. And it wasn't until Artanis that I ever shifted my thoughts on that. And it was 100% based on damage Tassadar. Yeah. Because... Damage Tassadar was amazing. He was he was amazing, and also you have a thing for Protoss dudes. I've noticed. Yeah. You're just really into him. Yeah, nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah. Raging enthusiasm. It's t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> I've got an idea, a little idea, just a tiny. You might have an idea. Uh, there's a meeting tomorrow to talk about problematic heroes with a real mana tension, uh, i.e., infinite mana. Their comment- without a real mana tension. Oh, sorry. Without a real mana tension, i.e. infinite mana. Their comments point to favoring uh, being on the forgiving side when it comes to mana. I'm glad to hear that because I freaking hate it. There's certain heroes I don't play anymore because they're just such mana suckers. I don't like playing Vala anymore. She's never got enough mana, ever. It doesn't matter if you do no. a build that includes mana 
mana helping talents. She still sucks at mana. She's terrible with it. So I'm always out of it. I'm, I'm tapped out on the uh, fountains. I don't want to go back to the freaking Nexus. Uh, there's no Malfurion to innervate me. It's all sucks. So I'm happy to hear that they lean on the forgiving side because I like a hero that maybe in the beginning, like I'll give you an example, uh, freaking uh, Stukov even. He's, he's a, he runs a little dry in the first half of the game and I have to fill him up quite a bit. Toward the latter half though, things catch up and I'm never out of mana. It's great. I love it. I don't want to think about it. I just want to focus on the fights and the game and make sure people are healed and just like, I don't want to deal with it. So yes, Blizzard. I think this also has to do with the game, a game length too. Like how many, how many backs per game is reasonable. And like, we're in an environment where many characters never have to back for mana. Right. 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 And we have globes and fountains. Um, So it feels like the ones that have to back for mana are, it's just not balanced. It's not like you're playing with your team of five friends and you pick a hero that has to back a lot, but no one else does. So I was like, oh, you're going to go back for mana again. You know, whereas if everyone has to go back for mana, it's a mechanic you can plan and play around and also abuse on the opponent's side right. and have it matter for trades. Personally, I wish it was more aggressive, not the other way around. Mm. Um, but I respect your opinion. But I think it should be, I think it should be way people should. Um, uh, be more considerate and deliberate about the mana game, but I think it's me. weird the characters that I have mana problems on. Mm, give me an example. Really just one character. It's Diablo. Diablo. I don't think of him as a mana character. Yeah, it feels like he. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. But I also, again, to play the the middleman here, uh, I understand Bo's point because the reason I have those mana issues is because Diablo has a bunch of talents that let me go mega ham on spamming my abilities, which I am always inclined to do. Yeah. And that's on me. That's a decision I make to be 100% Lord of Terror you, all the you time. You take the CDR reduction talents, because those are... Mm-hmm. A lot of characters have those at 7, and you're just like, sweet, I get to cast my abilities quicker. And then you're like, I'm backing all the time for mana all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, the correlation is CDR means less mana. Yeah, right, auto so. attack cooldown reduction and then also you eventually get to the point where you know your overpower resets your charge so mm-hmm. you're using double every time yeah. there's another one where every time you do your grab it resets your flame stomp so mm-hmm. you can get to where he is just a spam machine like going off non-stop and there probably should be a penalty for that honestly so it probably is balanced but it also feels weird when you're like Sorry, guys, the devil's out of mana. <laughs> yeah. He could have, you know, they could do with him, though. They could give him something that's just a little more lore appropriate, like get rid of the mana bar and put underneath like a little flaming, you know, burning hell's bar or whatever. <laughs> I can get behind that. Yeah. They, it's it's spelled M A N dash ah. Mana. And it's just a guy's soul that I love just it. drains. I love it. Power. Some poor Nephilim soul. That's pretty good. Uh, what else? Okay, this is uh, this is interesting. Uh, it says, when asked about more quirky heroes, they responded that if teammates respond to your meme pick with groans, this isn't a victory for the heroes team. That's not a no, but it sounded that sounds a little no-ish as Bo wrote. I mean, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing. This yeah. is not what the person wrote, but basically he said, if we make a fun character like Murky or Lost Vikings or Medivh that are quirky... And strange, you know, if your teammates are going like, oh, like John's done it to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to play that. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So my pick is making John have a bad time. The Heroes team doesn't want you know to give people a, you know they want opponents to feel like oh this is going to be a challenge. But if it's so game warping that your own teammate is like ugh, yeah, it's not a win. For That's them. not what they're looking Usually for. Usually it's because you're getting me put in the special queue. But- <laughs> It's not. Well, I mean, but that's part I, I of it. Trust a, you. I don't trust the special queue. There's a special queue for a reason, though, right? Because yeah. they make people groan. So if you're gonna make people groan, put the groans together. Yeah. Let's say you make grown-ups. I don't know. <laughs> that was dumb. I shouldn't have laughed at that. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I scored points. And Bo, uh, Bo's future fatherhood is guaranteed with jokes like that. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, final uh, little note here before we get to the, some of the smaller stuff. It says they will continue to be heroes in the game with mobility in the future, so they're going to make characters with good mobility, but they won't, quote, add more characters with the level of mobility of Tracer and Genji without certain conditions. Uh, that's interesting because, I mean, I feel like the, in those particular cases, they presented a unique challenge given that they were from, um, you know, directly from a game that is all about their mobility. And so uh, without their overwatchness, you wouldn't have had to deal with that as much. But I could see why they don't want too much of that. There's a whole lot of, there's, you know, there's just complaining all the time about how to stop those two. And especially Genji, I can't stand playing against a good Genji. It makes my life hell. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like they're not going to go too crazy in the future with that unless they have a good reason. And that could be anything. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, doesn't Reinhardt have a charge? If they add Reinhardt or Winston to the mm-hmm. game, like they, I still want them to add them, and they're going to have their gap closing abilities, just not like this unchecked, like halfway all the way across the screen business. You yeah. know, I think that's. I still think, for whatever reason, I still just keep coming back to the idea that Winston would be a very interesting hero's character. He would be just mechanically yeah. interesting. The whole dive in thing, throwing down a shield, assuming they keep that stuff and it carries over is interesting in the hero's context maybe more than it is even How does it in... block auto attacks? It's so weird, right? Yeah, it's very odd, right? I, like, can think, they even I think Winston you? presents a pretty tough design challenge for the team because, mm. because of the way the shielding works, right? It's yeah. like whenever projectiles hit it, but I don't think they calculate projectiles in that way in the hero's client, right. if I had to take a guess. I think you're probably can right. I, can I ask you guys a potentially controversial question? Go for it. If they were to announce next hero, or maybe even BlizzCon hero, if it matters, and it was an Overwatch character, you guys d- disappointed, or are you guys okay now, ready for more Overwatch? Oh, interesting question. I'm ready. I'd be okay with it. I mean, the last announcement was a combination. It was Alex Straza and Hanzo. Yeah. And I was okay with that. Um. I think if I bet I'll bet it's two heroes first of all because that's the tradition at BlizzCon. Sometimes three, like two and a weirdo. Um, I'm not sure they'll do that this time, but I think I'd be okay if it was one Overwatch character and one something else. I'm okay with that. I'm alright with it. I mean, Overwatch is a bona fide monster hit for them. There's no way we're not going to see Doomfist. We're not getting Doomfist. He's not coming. I just think Doomfist is super cool looking. He's cool but uh, i bet we don't get him well i don't know maybe we could get everybody at some point but i feel like i think we what we got, want is okay, an overwatch, you know tank. Mm. overwatch tank yeah overwatch i'm tank. gonna be the little rain cloud on this overwatch love parade and i'm gonna say that i'm not ready for another overwatch character <laughs> okay. but 
I think I found a way where that would that opinion would change. You remember how there are multiple Doomfists in the Overwatch universe? Sure do. What if the Heroes version of Doomfist was one of the previous incarnations? Oh, interesting. So he's not necessarily this Doomfist, but whoever had the gauntlet before. Right, we finally That's get the cool Terry Crews yeah. Doomfist that, would... that we all thought we were going <laughs> Now it's even better. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. In fact, I kind of like that they would be t- differentiating him a bit, you know? Like turning him, yeah. like this would be a very unique hero's incarnation and only unique to heroes. I'm all for that. And then you could you could play with this kit in a way that you may not be able to with the... Uh, with the Doomfist that's currently in the game or currently in Overwatch. So, yeah, that's a great idea, John. I like that a lot. Maybe that's right. who you'll get. You're getting Doomfist, calling it. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Ready for it. Excellent. Um, all right. Let's do some small stuff here. There were no announced plans to buff Chen, which I know Bo was watching with uh, eager eyes. Really... Sorry, Chen fans. Yeah. But we, if we keep bugging them, you know, buff Chen. Family and no plans to buff me. Is his new they save. were not ready to pander to him. <laughs> I see what you did. The lack uh, of updates gave him pause. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me try one. I don't have any. There was barely <laughs> any news about Chen. Oh, barely. See, like, because he's a bear, sort of. What else? Uh, he, he's... It was a grisly situation. <laughs> I can't do it. Don't rehearse this in the mirror. Don't compare yourself to him. Yeah, John does this every day. This is what he does when he's alone. Um, Let's see. We should be hearing about the new role system soon. We don't know what that means. Soon could be BlizzCon. I'm guessing. We already heard about it. Put it on a shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but they they soon TM'd uh, us. Oh, did they do a trademark so symbol on their soon? It was a yeah, it was a wink wink like probably BlizzCon, I think. Yeah, that's BlizzCon material right there. That's for their panel, so they can describe it. Uh let's see. Terrain height in maps. They say it's not off the table, but we are currently not working on it. So if you were looking for some verticality in your geometry on a Heroes of the Storm map, don't get too excited too soon because that ain't happening. But it's technically possible. Well, I mean, because it's the StarCraft engine, and that has ramps and elevated ground, sure. right? You can siege tank and then get vision where the down guys can't see up top. Kind they of also kind of do it with the graveyard one. I know it's not the same, and that little window up top isn't exactly showing a graveyard. layer below you. Which one's the graveyard one? What's it called? Oh, um, uh, Haunted Mines. Haunted Mines, geez. Where you could look down through the hole and see all the haunted mine people running around. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, probably a graphical trick that actually works on that. Yeah, I'm sure that's fact, nothing like what they're talking about. Your hero's probably being written in two different places to produce that effect. I agree. I'm sure that's what they're doing. I think those are two separate maps with a, like you said, like a trick. There's a little bit of math saying, yeah. "Hey, this is where everyone is," and if you stand up there, you can kind of see it. But that's, that's it. a that's a nice reference, Scott. I that. See, yeah, see, completely. Yeah, and then there's that one time I kicked, uh, or John went flying off the edge. Of, I didn't kick him. <laughs> John went flying <laughs> off the edge of Sky Temple, and I thought, oh, there's something, something down there. There's some geometry yeah. down there. So, I am my body. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I locked a, a an unofficial achievement this this week. It, it as a dragon knight, I kicked Butcher right into my camera. I should I should find the replay. Oh, file you should find that. That sounds great. 
it went right into the camera. Like Ninja Turtles, the arcade game stuff going. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be easy given how ease of use the uh, replay system is in the game. It's such a simple process. Well, that's what that's that's why I didn't bother getting. I was like, I don't feel like digging. It's too much of a pain. They gotta uh, like all the extra stuff, like making videos and streaming and all this stuff. This that stuff needs to get better for all that. They really want this thing to be bigger. Anyway, uh, let's see. Infinite Tower ammo not going anywhere. So put that in your pipe and chew on it. Uh, they like Feast or Famine heroes and have no plans to change them dramatically. This would be things like Kel'Thuzad, Butcher, and Alarak. Feast or Famine? Like, because, okay, let me get the what they're saying there. In the case of Butcher, he's either got a good opportunity or he doesn't. Is that the idea? No. He's got the stacks. He gets fresh meat, yeah. and at 200 fresh meat, he does a lot of extra damage on his auto attack. Right. Yeah. So generally, right. your your game is collect as much fresh meat, then go nuts. Okay. And you don't lose the stacks at 200 stacks. So if you get hosed early in the game and because you lose stacks before 200 and can't make your 200 stacks, then you're not at the power level you want to be. And the hero has to be balanced so that you're not so insanely OP when you get the stacks that when you're, that means when you're understacked, you're actually underperforming until you get stacked. But he sounds like more like a feast then famine character. Yeah. Or sorry, okay. the other way around. <laughs> famine then feast. Feast or famine you means I go there. back and forth, right? Like he's yeah, he's yeah. got fresh meat. He's yeah. starving until he's not, and then he's full. Everybody, I, yeah. what I thought they meant is like Kerrigan. Uh, is an opportunity attack type character if she needs to be th- really thoughtful about when she's going to go in and if she's not she'll either die or you know there's other problems so that feels feast or famine to me you're not necessarily constantly being top damage because you're you have to be careful no, about when the, you die the term of the term of art is used to mean that um that for heroes that have basically questing talents okay. that have to be attained so you're starving if you're not at the power level you're supposed to be because you're not being fed you're not eating nutrients. It's like you got to get all your essential nutrients. You know, the food groups. Michelle Obama, I think, had some education in America about this recently. Mm. So someone who's feasting will perform better in school if they're getting other food groups. Meanwhile, if someone's just eating McDonald's three times a day, it's only getting vitamin M, then maybe they're not doing that good in school. So they're, they're famining. It's vitamin R for Ronald. That was, uh, that was an interesting direction to take that. <laughs> vitamin C for clown, see? You get a little clown in your life. <laughs> clown tree. Uh, it says it says this. They might look at torment souls and put some new. I'm sorry, something new in or new, but still AOE. I can't talk today. As his auto attacks now cleave and make it you uh, make it useless. Make it a useless ultimate. So who is this we're talking about? Who does torment souls? Uh, Malthiel. Oh, Malthiel. Yeah, yeah. Malthiel had the big circle of woo and um, used to apply Reaper's mark on everything, and it was the only pick. But then they updated him a little bit to give him the cleave that puts the souls on everyone he around him he hits. So mm. you don't need to take that ultimate anymore. There's this bit here about so, acknowledging that the tooltip consistency can be improved. What, what are people complaining yeah. about there? Just not enough description? There's a couple of comments in there just being like, you indicate the range in one tooltip, but then you don't indicate it in another one. Mm. You go into details about the damage here and not about the damage here. And they just acknowledge that it's actually really hard to be consistent. Yeah. With this many heroes and tooltips, but and that they need to do better. So, yeah. um, for anyone who's been frustrated by that, they're aware, and uh, I think that's important for them to acknowledge those kind of things. 
they didn't i should have i didn't get enough time to get a question i should have asked about percentage-based stuff oh yeah your yeah. big deal dude how i didn't think of it till after i was going through and i'm like i could ask my percentage-based thing because <sighs> apparently um Kel'Thuzad, i learned in this ama where's my soapbox oh no he's gonna <laughs> talk about it again <laughs> go for it Kel'Thuzad, because of his feast or famine play style yeah uh-huh well, Only famine gets and feast. Two point five percent scaling. Good oh, God! Apparently, wow. wow. Whereas other characters get four. And again, and I'm you, like, you don't. I'm know. like, yeah. My brain is like reading this, and I'm like, write a letter to Congress. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll land on someone's desk. Another desk-mail. hero who doesn't have the four percent. It's like none of the heroes have four percent. I feel like I'm misinforming the world now. Well, Let's start a petition. It's more that you've been misinformed. Like they haven't told us. I'm starting to be with. Be, I'm starting the client. I'm Should starting to be with Bo on this. I'm starting to think. I'm not saying conspiracy or anything. I'm just saying uh, that should be in the client. Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to be mean. Uh, lazy. Put it in. You ever heard the word lazy? Are you uh, familiar uh, with the? Uh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to sound like a jerk. Your... I'm trying to be more positive on the show and stuff. I know I've been kind of ranty and raily, and I'm just trying to be positive. No, you've been fine. You've been fine. I don't so look. Sometimes you know, there's stuff we like to complain about, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's constructive yeah. stuff. None of us are jerks about it. Yeah. Um, here's the some stuff about that balance patch that we are now uh, enjoying. I guess this is we have it now, right? This week. Yeah. Okay. This is now. Uh, <laughs> Mephisto talent nerfs and tweaks buff to dur- uh, durance of hate. So uh, all y'all who glommed on to Mephisto early, you're getting a you're getting a sweet little buff there. Uh, Blaze yeah, bunker the rest of nerfs. Yeah, the rest is nerfs. Yeah, Blaze bunker drop nerfed while increasing its survivability. I assume with hit points, or are they doing that some other way? Uh, the cooldown's been doubled from oh. 40 to 80 seconds. So bunker go. drop is like a huge playmaker in HGC and stuff like that. Yeah. So. He performs well in competitive, but poorly in our home games. So they need to make him beefier, more survivable, more appealing to tank with, and they need to make him less appealing to the pro scene. And so yeah. that's what their changes are targeting here. Gotcha. Uh, urinals mana costs have been increased. <laughs> I'm going to call her urinal from now on, if that's okay. No. I, no? You don't no. like that? Okay. No. Don't talk about my wife that way. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Urel, or as Bo would say, my sweet Yurtle. My dear. My dear Yurtle. Is it Yurtle? How do you say it? Yurtle. Yurtle. It sounds like Yurtle. Anyway, her mana costs have been increased, so that's a bummer if you're trying to manage mana with her. To be fair, she never ran out of mana. I just did the quest in WoW where she was all evil. Oh, wait. Is that on the Alliance side? Yeah. No, Horde side. Oh. Why haven't I seen that yet? Where is this? Because because Scott, it's gated behind reputation. Oh, I am. I've been very slow to do. Oh, so it's part of the war campaign. Is that the deal? Yeah, it's when you unlock the Magar orcs. Oh yeah, I haven't done that yet. When you go get them, you get. Is she evil or is she just evil because she alliance? She's no, she's evil, evil. Yeah, she's corrupted or something. What's going on? She's corrupted by the light. Yeah. Remember how the light wanted to do the Illidan thing, and he was like, "But I am my scars." Yeah, yeah. But they did that to Urel this time, and she did not say that she was her scars. (laughs) Well, that makes her sound like a good guy, then. No, but it's bad. 
and then they took over the planet and started forcing people to convert or they killed them. Yeah, that's bad. That's a re- that's religion run amok right there. I need to get back to World of Warcraft. I have to go save my wife. Yeah, she <laughs> she needs you, Bo. She needs you now more than ever. Um, yeah, I I'm I hate rep grind, so I'm currently I'm kind of waiting for some of the promised nerfs or not nerfs, but changes they're making to rep grind, which I'm excited about. And then I'll then I'll start caring about it. I mean, I'm doing it, but I'm not. I'm not in there every day going to rep, 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 rep. I can't yeah, do. You're I can't crushing play like it. That. Do it. You have how many? You have like ten alts now. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> no, I have three. I have three That's characters. A lot. <laughs> it is a lot, but they're all and and they're high level. Like, I mean, we're back to item levels here. But my hunter well, hit three thirty eight today or something. Yeah, uh, and then since you said two are raid ready. Yeah, the two are right? totally raid ready, and and yeah. one is raiding um, on Fridays. And that's great. And so I'm doing kind of that old traditional thing. But when but then I'm looking at my to-do list. I'm like, I really should be grinding rep. And I and rep is not account wide, right? It's character wide. It, it will be after the next big patch. It will be account wide. <gasps> it's going to be account wide. Yeah, that's what that's has a Kosa said in the Q and A the other day. So uh, I missed really? the Q and A. I yeah. haven't been keeping out. account. Here's what he said: effectively account wide. I don't know what that effectively. Well, it probably means my I won't gain alliance rep when I play my horde character, right? Oh, probably yeah. That probably seems wrong. That's but... a good point. Yeah, I think it would be yeah. faction ba- uh, faction split, but um, yeah, but yeah, they like you'll just... your alts will be able to get in and and enjoy the benefits of the fact that you got honor bound already or whatever you Remove did. Remove reputation from Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree. I hate it so much. We opened on Destiny, remove eye levels, and now we're. Uh, I know, going. I know, guys. I think there's people in the chat. I mean, I love these playing these games. I just don't like work for the sake of work's sake. You yeah, know, yeah. I I well, with an MMO, it's hard, and I understand they have to give us things to do that expand the experience, give us our month to month experience because we're paying monthly for it. Like it's a service and. And so there should be things to do. I just don't like it when they boil down to trying to get a reputation up with some crap faction. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just I think if I don't think about it, it's fine. But then when I think about, oh, there's you know I still got to get back to The Witcher Three, and there's lots of other you know even just on a gaming level, you know it's like I spend eight hours grinding rap, or I could take a whole new experience in or something. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I think they I think that's on their mind. They got to be thinking about that because that's a bit. If there's been one huge complaint. There was a complaint in the last expansion too, but if there's been one that I've heard more than more than anything in BFA, it's that the rep grind is is well, our broke me. Yeah, that was rough. I hated it. I couldn't I couldn't log in every week just to do a couple quests to progress. I just it was discouraging. I couldn't I never finished that stuff, which is why I don't have flying there because I was just too pissed. I hated it. I couldn't no. stand Suramar. Give me things I want to do. That's what I want. Um, all right. What else? Oh, here's the final uh, note here. 17 heroes altogether touched up for varying uh, to varying agrees. Agrees? Degrees? I can't talk. Might be considerable if it's your favorite hero. So make sure you check out the patch notes. The balanced patch notes are up on the site. You can go check those out. We'll link them in the show notes uh, for this episode. All right. couple things to mention before we get to an email. The Calm Before the Storm panel is happening. Probably. I say that because, <laughs> well, I can't say why. I, okay, let me start that over. We're planning on the Calm Before the Storm panel about Heroes of the Storm, all right? Uh-huh. And we should all be there, along with many of our friends in the community of podcasters and, and folks who commentate and stuff on Heroes, just like last year, right. and that'll be awesome. So that's the plan. If you're going to BlizzCon, Calm Before the Storm happens on Thursday. 
And that's the plan. That's the plan. All right. <laughs> that is definitely absolutely the plan. the plan. I cannot I cannot emphasize this enough. That plan if is that. Okay. For some reason that didn't happen, that meant that whatever happened was against the plan. <laughs> right. And it may only it it may only affect one, two, three, four people. I don't know. If a thing if a thing were to get in the way, I mean. So it still would happen. It just might happen slightly differently depending on the the makeup. But for now, as it stands right now, it's happening. That's it's the plan. That's the plan. Poe's going like, what are you guys doing? I'll talk to you on Slack. Uh, all right. Uh, the What else? Oh, and no, don't forget this weekend, we're back with There Will Be Dungeons. Like I said, our last episode just got rave reviews from people. If you like D&D, I just feel like we're in some of the most fun we've ever had ever uh, at the moment. And it's great. You can check it all out at therewillbedungeons.com. It's uh, most Saturdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Time is when we record and do it live. We also have it on the podcast feed as well as a YouTube archive. So if you can't catch it live, there's always other ways to get it 100% free. You just show up and you consume it. And if you've never played D&D, I recommend it even more because it's a nice uh, slippery slide right into the thing. So come check it out. There will be dungeons.com. I don't know what the slide <laughs> thing was, but, but I'm sticking to it. I think it's Sorry, John, what'd you say? I cut you off. I think that should be the subtitle to the show. There will be dungeons, a slippery slide right into the thing. <laughs> I'm so out of it today. Nothing's coming out right. And I mean nothing. All right. So let's get to uh, an email here. Came to us at core at heroesforyou.com. This came from Aaron, who has uh, something to say about Team League and our discussion of it. Hello, Bo, John, and Scott. He spelled Bo correctly, which I have to say is a rare thing. Most of y'all get it wrong. I don't know why. You just do. All right. Anyway, it's about like uh, Bo well. Jackson. A lot of people know Bo Derek and Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's the Derek. You're the Jackson, not the Derek, right? Wait. No, no I'm not. They either. both spell it B O. Oh, I'm 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 Bo Bridges. Oh, you're there's Bo Bridges. No B O on Bo. No, there's not. And he's a ten in my book. That's a, ah, that's a that bo- doesn't help because that will make you spell it wrong. Plus, it's a really old movie, and people probably don't know what it is. Yeah, that movie's great. I mean, the fact that you even know what it is makes me feel a little better because it's a real, it's, yeah. it's not even my, it wasn't even intended for me. I was like a little kid when that thing came out. So yeah. t- 10 wasn't for me. I don't remember how I saw it. I think my dad, I think my dad liked that movie. And I think, sorry, I which, got which movie it. is this? Bo Derek's, uh, 10, it was and just that, 10, right? That British guy. Yeah. What's yeah. His name? And the British I guy who was in Arthur, um, yeah. Arthur Moore? Nope. No, no, um, Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. <laughs> yeah. I don't have two. <laughs> I was gonna do a Roger Moore impression, and I can't. I can't do it. Uh, yes, that guy, and it's, it's, it's whatever it is. It's fine. It was a big hit at the time, and I, doesn't he get stung by a bee and fall down a hill at one point in that movie? <laughs> Wait, who does? Ar- uh, Arthur Dudley Moore. Dudley yeah. Moore does. Maybe I, so. I don't know. I, I think he's like he uses. I think he has a spyglass to stare at nudie parties across the canyon from him and i think he gets stung by a bee and falls down a hill i'm gonna we're gonna have to film sack it or something yeah that, you all should watch 10 yeah that sounds great uh okay this email goes hello bo john and scott he spelled all our names right which was the point hello. i am writing to comment on the team league ideas that bo had on episode 145 i am a solo player sometimes i play team league with my brother but i mostly play heroes by myself i would love to have a regular team 
to play with, but my schedule does not allow me to take heroes uh, or play heroes as much. Sorry, make heroes as much of a priority as I would like it to be. I am a public school music teacher and band director. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, I love Bo's ideas about Team League, but I would also love to have the option to have a tournament slash area experience as a solo player. What are your ideas? Uh, or sorry, what are your ideas to not only improve the game for five-man teams, but also smaller teams and solo players? Now, mind you, you sent this email before this news came out that you know you could stack additional players in there and not have to be a full five stack or a single player. But anyway. Uh, keep that in mind. I played rank, ranked a lot, but only because the matchmaking stinks, in my opinion, in all other modes. Oh, that's a bad Toxic impression. Butthole League. <laughs> yeah, Toxic Butthole League, exactly. Um, I think they should get rid of the rank system altogether. Hey, Bo, you have a disciple here. This is great. Well, you're not really saying that, though. You're just saying... Well, I'm saying they keep it in... Well, I'm saying maybe they do get rid of it. Yeah, you are actually <laughs> saying that. You are actually my focus saying that. Is, my focus is really on creating the premier team competitive of heroes and having people aspire to play that rather mm. than cater to uh, segments. Well, it says here, Which, I think he says, I think they should have two main modes, solo and team within the two modes, solo and team have a choice for a draft experience or a non-draft experience. Uh, the limited time events like Bo was saying could be in both main modes of the game. So teams and single players can have, or can enjoy all aspects of the game. For those of you that only play for rewards, let the incentives be, oh, I don't know, maybe having fun playing the game by itself. Sorry for the long email. It was him in caps. I had to yell away yeah. from my microphone. So sorry for the long email. Thanks for everything you guys do. Thoughts, feelings, comments? Um, so the one thing I would I would add to this, that's reality of the situation, is every year at BlizzCon, they show the player populations, I think almost every year, in the different modes overwhelmingly quick match so if you are a ranked player you are the minority of the people who play the game and probably spend in the game yeah so it doesn't make a lot of sense for the heroes team in my mind to segment the minority population uh further to fragment it to cut it up further so that lends itself to a conclusion of solo and team experiences in competitive unfortunately not working for this game mm. and and i get that everyone who plays the game wants to play the game that they would prefer to approach it but i think the team that's working on this ranked mode has to settle on a system they like that can appease the most people at the current moment the attempt is to take solo league and the mash in a team league which they've done in this patch I think the long-term game is to rethink what competitive means in the game and, and possibly get rid of ranked altogether. Mm. I would ideally, ideally, and I said this online today because Hearthstone recently announced that, oh, the tournament, uh, the tournament lobby and tournament system they were developing, they decided it was too hard not to do it. Yeah, that's true. People Screw, are that's a big loss. Big time. Poker Stars manages to run thousands of tournaments every day on a piece of barf paper, <laughs> and people flock to that thing and give them tons of money. Yeah. Now this is a case where I really disagree with the Blizzard philosophy along all their games that everything has to have a nice use case scenario for UI. Third party sites that run tournaments are way worse than having it in your own garden. And especially for Heroes and Overwatch, team-based games that really need tools to help be organized, we don't care how it looks. 
it's going to be better than whatever i'm sorry gosu gamers or nexus gaming series or whatever these places offer because those guys are working on their spare time mm-hmm. and you guys have paid geniuses who could be working on this stuff yeah and we've all given you money expecting that in the long term you'll provide it to us so when you don't provide it to us it feels a little bait and switchy for all the money i've invested in your competitive ip and this isn't just blizzard this is any game company that omits pure tournament Mm. the reason why i put forward my idea is that hearthstone has the genius idea of decoupling scheduling with tournaments which gives us a tournament experience that also sort of meets blizzard's high fidelity standards about ui Mm -hmm. but in a vacuum i disagree completely with their i don't want to say the word elitist but they're you know uh, it's not going to look good in the client it's too hard to engineer it's not worth it we want tournaments we want tournaments we gave you money expecting this service and it's not being provided put up yeah i don't even think it has to be uh, it's like apple with the headphone jack it's like (laughs) it's like people going could we please have that and them going but we think we're really we've transcended the headphone jack you're just like shut shut up (laughs) i just want a headphone jack i have headphones and i would like to plug them in thank you here's the worst part of that though they tend to be and blizzard this true blizzard as well but in apple's case they tend to set trends whether you like apple or not this is just the truth so when they set a trend everyone's notebooks for for the last five six years all look like macbooks they just straight up going metal body copy of the way it looks and all this they're used to that sort of thing and you're even seeing it happening in phones with that jack some there are phone manufacturers on the android side and otherwise that are not including phone jacks anymore and instead are just putting in you know here just use your use our fancy little usb3 thing or whatever so like it's yeah but you know me scott i was an adamant and i this doesn't need to turn into apple versus android but this is just a good example of what can happen I was a huge fan of my iPhone. I had an iPhone from the very first iPhone, not upgrade every generation, but you know, I've been an iPhone user since then. I didn't get into the whole elitism. It was just a case of I got an iPhone. It did everything I wanted it to do. It worked for me. So I stuck with it. I'm now on Android Mm -hmm. and I'm on Android because I hate the new version of the iPhones. Mm -hmm. They came out with it. It was like, okay, no headphone jack, a weird, freaking dongle that hangs out in front of the screen that looks awful like no thanks i'm not interested and meanwhile i have a buddy at work who's like got an android phone turning around showing me his phone and i'm like that thing looks cool as hell why can't the iphone that i want look like that it's a little weird well surely they'll figure it out and they'll do it and every time they put it out i was like no it continues to look like butt they want you to buy they want you to buy airpods they want you to buy bluetooth uh audio or whatever which, you know, they're pretty cool. I like my AirPods a lot. Uh, and it's made it so I don't think about that jack very often. But it is dumb to get rid of the jack. Yeah, I don't see. I don't trust Bluetooth audio yet. I'm you're not there I'm yet. Very Well, because I worked <laughs> with a guy who loved Bluetooth audio. And I would say at least four or five times a week, the thing would happen where all of a sudden we got to hear everything he was listening to because it didn't sync up properly. So it played <laughs> through the external speaker. Yeah. And I don't want that to be me. Right. I listen to a couple podcasts that have some questionable language contained in them. Yeah. That doesn't need to go out to the entire <laughs> office as information. Yeah. 
Well, they send so, you headphones with the jack that works with it, but I get I take your point. I take your point. It's dumb. But at the same time, it's also the it's old as hell. It's an analog it's the only analog thing in any modern phones now. Like all phones, yeah. it's digital, digital, digital. Oh, by the way, we have this old freaking thing <laughs> they used in the twenties to listen to things. Like that's really what it is. And right. so in a way, they're like, it's like the floppy drive of the first iMac. They're like, it's gone. We're taking it out. And everyone lost their minds. They're like, what? CDs aren't even a thing yet. How can you just have a CD drive? Eventually, you realize, oh, okay, well, you probably didn't need it. Now, it doesn't have to be Apple to tell us this. It could be lots of people. But like serial cables, like parallel cables, like, you know, and eventually headphone jacks, they're, they're going to go away eventually. Yeah, and now CD-ROM drives are weird in computers. And yeah. people are... You know, people are okay with that, but there was a time where people were like, "But where am I going to save my Netgear disc? <laughs> where, where will I put it now?" Yeah, it's the kind of change that can be a little rough. But uh, anyway, I, I take your point. I think that the main thing is, uh, and to been to Bo's point, um, I, I'm actually shocked they said that they reversed themselves with the over or the uh, Hearthstone thing. And I know a lot of Hearthstone fans are ticked about that. They've been begging for that feature. They finally got the carrot, and now they're taking the carrot away, and it's really bumming some people out. They could do it on a website. It doesn't even have to be in the client. Like, let me go to Hearthstone.com. It doesn't, have, it doesn't and, have to look pretty. No, it doesn't. It could be whatever. So I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little bugged by that too. But anyway, there you go. Uh, thanks for your email, there, uh, uh, Aaron. We we appreciate you emailing us and uh, saying what you had to say. Here's the thing: we're gonna stick around here and play some games. Uh, with our good friends Kyle and Kristen, do a little uh, team league or some sort of team up of our own. So stick around if you want to watch that. Don't forget to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash core show. If you enjoy core, that's how you can show it. Head on over there and uh, throw a little few pennies our way. That's patreon.com slash core show. We are at heroesforyou.com. And as always, you can email us at core at heroesforyou.com. And follow us on Twitter. We are at core heroes. John's at John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson and Bo is at Bo Schwartz. That's B-E-U-A. B-E-A-U, sorry. B-E-A-U Schwartz. Not B-O, okay? There's no B-O on Bo. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.